Dreams and Flops, we back, baby! Episode 11, and I think it's going to be a fun one today, y'all. If you're listening on audio feeds, do yourself a favor and finish listening to the episode. (laughs) But as soon as you're done, go to my YouTube page to see exactly what I'm describing. Today's episode is all about seafood. The latest game developed by Slow Clap. Clap them cheeks. Only available on PlayStation and PC. As we go along, you'll notice I won't spend a lot of time talking about characters and story because the game's main focus is throwing them hands or feet or bats or bottles or bricks or pipes. (laughs) You get the picture. There isn't a lot of bloat to the game, which is great to me, but without further ado, let's dive into the full review. Hey, that kind of rhymed, huh? (laughs) So, I've been excited about Sifu for the last 10 or so months when it was revealed during the state of play. It's something that Sony does every so often to highlight and showcase different games or new uh, peripherals or consoles whatever coming out and i'm a huge fan of kung fu movies you know like the five deadly venoms 36 chambers of shaolin the mat the legend of drunken fist and so on and so forth so when i saw the trailer showing this young fighter destroying people with grace and then aging into that stereotypical kung fu master with the long hair gray hair and uh the long beard i knew this was going to be a day one cop for me. So I mentioned those old school kung fu movies because the game starts out just like a few of those movies. It's a montage of a master showing off skills. But what really blew my mind was that the montage really was a tutorial for the game. So I was so hyped realizing what was happening. And man, I just I appreciate that level of detail in, in a video game. That's, that was pretty fly. I ain't gonna lie. So as you finish up the montage slash tutorial, you end up slowly progressing through this big old house as a man dressed in all black, you know, got his long hair, just beating up on everyone you cross paths with. And then you come up on a grandpa. So I I really wasn't sure what's happening, but when I ran to grandpa, I thought I was going to, you know, give him these hands. But let me tell you now, grandpa, grandpa, Grandpa knew what he was doing, but I dropped the old ge- the geezer, and then a, a cutscene starts, and there's a kid that was hiding, and one of the goons that I was with that was just kind of hanging out in the background, he came up and just straight up grabbed the kid and slit the kid's throat. I'm like, dang, cold-blooded. But they leave because they thought they did what they had to do, but there's a little amulet that the kid had, and it starts to glow, and then the kid comes back to life so another cut scene happens and then the kid is now a young adult male or female depending on what you choose and the game really starts from there so the story is a basic revenge tale go get the goons that killed your family very straightforward and not much more detail from this point on so with that compelling story out of the way let's talk about what really drives this game I'm going to sound like a broken record 
because I'm sure you've heard this next freeze I'm about to say about this game already. But Sifu is not for everybody. Hell, it's hardly for me. <laughs> I honestly did not expect the level of difficulty from this game based on the early trailers and press releases. Granted, there wasn't a lot of coverage or hype for this game, in my opinion. And I've never played a game made by Slow Clap before. And apparently the last game of Absolver is pretty tough too. Uh, but hey, I, I'll probably set my own expectations in the wrong direction. So when I saw the fighting in Sifu trailers, I immediately thought about the Batman Arkham games and the fighting challenges in those games. I was thinking the enemies would really telegraph their attacks and I would dodge and strike back, just throwing hands like I'm Ip Man. Boy, I was wrong. <laughs> the enemies gang up on you. Them boys will sneak you. They dodge better than you. And they seem to take hits a little bit better than you. And there are five levels to get through. And that sounds like not much, but the levels are pretty big with multiple routes to take after you find keys and uh, codes and things of that nature. So each room you go to, there's most likely going to be some enemies in there that you have to take out in advance. After so many rooms, you'll end up at the boss, which is one of the goons you was trying to get back at. Very simple in nature, but the fighting. The fighting is where the game shines and punishes you. You have a heavy attack, light attack, action button to climb or to vault over tables, a block button that you can use to simply just block or hold. You hold that block button, then you parry attacks. Then there's a dodge slash sprint button. There's also a focus button that allows you to slow time to execute an unblockable attack. Pretty straightforward, right? Wrong. If you think you're just going to button mash the enemies to death, take a few hits and just brush it off and you know <laughs> you keep doing that you might end up throwing your controller and that pretty 4k tv you playing on <laughs> the combat in sifu is all about timing and using the environment to your advantage if you press the block button right before an enemy hits you you'll stun them a little bit and then that'll leave them open to a little attack or you can grab them and push them around to another enemy or into uh, a table or something like that if you hold the block button and move the left thumbstick in the proper direction you'll see a cool animation of your character dodging like an anime character you know like he goku just dodging them things <laughs> oh and you gain focus and xp points the better you dodge now don't think that you'll just hold a block button and wait for an opening the more hits you take while blocking, there's a meter that fills up. And once it's full, your defense will break, leaving you wide open for attack. <laughs> and what's funny to me is that when they knock you down sometimes, your character is just sitting there on the ground for a few seconds. just mind just blown. Like you're trying to get, get, you know, get your bearing straight. Think about um, Dragonfly Jones in the Martin show when he get knocked down and he just... <laughs> He was sitting there on the ground. <laughs> That's exactly how my character looked 
after he got beat up. <laughs> uh, but anywho, I mentioned uh, the focus mode and gaining focus earlier. Since those are somewhat aces up your sleeve, you really can't spam those abilities. You have to earn the right to use those abilities by dodging and parrying. Uh, once you do that enough, you fill that focus meter. So one more thing about the focus. Once you press that button to go into focus mode, time kind of slows down. And you have to actually use the thumbstick to go to the, the action that you want to commit. Like poke somebody in the eye or trip them up and put them on the ground. Don't think because time slowed down that they just not going to hit you. <laughs> if you're not fast enough, they're going to knock you out that focus. And then you'll be on the ground like Dragonfly Jones again. Ask me how I know. <laughs> All right. So now you know the basics of how to fight and defend. Let's talk about what happens when you die because die you will. <laughs> There's an aging mechanic to seafood that's pretty unique. And I actually enjoy that. You start your revenge story at age 20. The first time you die and resurrect, you age one year to be 21. So not much changes with a one-year increase. But the caveat is that if you keep dying in one room, one area that you're in, or to just one particular character, the amount of years that you age when you die increases significantly it, it stacks up on each other so i've definitely started a room at 30 years old and not leave that room until i was 55 <laughs> I, you know i played as a female character so you know i, I was a, a middle-aged soccer mom with gray hair trying to fight bad bad guys <laughs> they they beat the age up on me anywho so Say you got beat up a few times, you died, you know, you got snuck. Them boys hit you with that Superman punch from behind. They bust you upside the head with a bat. But you finally get in the groove and then you start taking out enemies. There's one particular enemy in most rooms that will decrease the amount of years that you age if you defeat them without dying. So say if I'm 23 and i've already accumulated three years after a couple of, of those deaths on the next death i'll be 23 because i got those three years accrued however if i beat that right person my accumulated years was going to drop down to two so on my next death i'll be 28 instead of 29 if that makes sense <laughs> It's a little complicated, but you'll see on the on the, on the, uh, on on the video. So, with that aging mechanic in mind, the goal is to pretty much be perfect as you play and not die. Because once you beat a boss and advance to the next stage, you start that next stage at the last stage you beat the boss. Oh, that sounds so confusing. <laughs> so, in my case, I finally beat the first boss at age thirty in my first playthrough. So I finally got to the second stage starting at age 30 instead of age 20. It doesn't start from scratch when you go to a new stage. And stage two is a beast. So I wanted to have a little bit more age to spare as I played through once I learned, started learning the attacks in the areas. So the, the next day, 
I replayed stage one, and then I, I, I apparently got good, and I beat it at age 21. I only died one time to the boss. And so now that's pretty much where I am in the game on stage two. Every time I start it, I'm at age 21. So there are some positives to getting older, though. You'll lose overall health, but your punches do hit harder. And I guess that's because, you know, you're supposed to be wiser and a little bit stronger as you get old and know where to punch. I don't know. But if you keep dying and you end up in your 70s, don't matter if it's 70, 71, 72, 3, 4, 5, 6, any age in your 70s, the next time you die, it's a wrap. <laughs> I guess they say <laughs> they don't they don't want to in, uh, encourage beating up geriatric old people. So. <laughs> that's happened to me uh quite a few times yeah it's that real and that brings me to the last mechanic and that's the experience points that i mentioned earlier so as you play you gain xp and that can be spent on skills that help you fight just a tad bit better those skills can be unlocked permanently but you have to devote a lot of time and points to do that it takes you spending points five times on one particular skill to unlock it permanently. And they, they cost a good amount of uh, points now. So it ain't just a few here, a few there. You got to really invest. So you can do that. Or if you're just a beast, you can start a run from scratch and just unlock what you like for that one particular run to have more options and possibly just beat the game without having to invest heavily to unlock a skill permanently and when i say a run that means you start from the very beginning and just go through all five stages and, and beat the game that's the ultimate goal is to start from the beginning and just go through it in a few hours but if you're like me i'm just gonna keep working to unlock everything permanently to have all the tools available to give me the best chance at beating the game. Might take me a month to do, but damn it, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> there are also some shrines in certain rooms that give you a boost, such as more health gain when you take someone down or increase how much focus you gain when you dodge or increasing the weapon durability. But none of those can be unlocked permanently. They're just there to help you as you progress. Um, but there's a trick to some of those too. For example, the one where you can get more health on, um, takedowns. You can't pick that after you turn 40. <laughs> Again, don't die. So, and I guess that would make the game more easier. You can just purposely beat yourself to 40. You're going to get stronger because you hit harder. Um, and then since you don't have as much health as you get older, every time you're taking someone down, you're gaining a lot more health and you're hitting harder. So that probably would kind of defeat the level of difficulty that the game developers had in mind. But, you know, that's pretty much it. That was a lot. I know. And I probably said some things that didn't make sense or was confusing. But I promise the video that you see will make it click a little bit better so really just throw them hands at the right time 
dodge and be perfect with it. Spend your XP on things that count and don't die. Simple, right? <laughs> Ooh, uh, let's move on to the rating. So after that mouthful I just gave about how the game plays, let's find out if I think Sifu is that fire, some mid, or some old ranchy. <sighs> Sifu is hard AF. I don't want to cuss too much. The developers even posted an official blog post pretty much saying, get good. <laughs> we know it's tough, but hey, here's some tips. Figure it out. And I know people don't like that, but I respect that. I don't particularly care for super hard games like this. <laughs> See my review on Returnal. <laughs> but my love for Kung Fu and the fantasy that I'm able to live out in this game makes me say that. Sifu is some fire, straight up. Top-notch gas, premium. If it weren't for the fact that after I rage quit the first day I played, I stopped, collected myself, gave it another shot the next day, and did better than I did the day before, I probably would have said this game was a mid, and, and it's only for people that like punishing games. I'm afraid the difficulty, the difficulty won't translate to big sales numbers and the game might be perceived as a flop, especially with all the major titles coming this month. Elden Ring, Destiny 2 Witch Queen, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, some old stuff. My biggest gripe with this game, honestly, is that I feel like I'm fighting the camera sometimes, too. And then uh, sometimes I think the enemies, the way they dodge and how they hit sometimes feels a little, feels a little cheap, a little cheesy, but hey, it is what it is. But I honestly do feel like that if I stick with the game, I'll finally be able to beat it or at least get to the fifth stage eventually. <laughs> that's, that's my hopes, just to, just to at least get to the fifth stage or, or at least get to the fifth boss. I don't know. So I, I do recommend Sifu. It's not a flop, I promise you. And it's only $40. And, you know, nowadays the newer games are costing $70 now instead of 60 So you'll get your money's worth, I promise. You know, so step outside, step outside the box like I did. Challenge yourself. And then you get your glow like Bruce Leroy. And then you become the master. Show enough. If you get the reference, you're a real one. <laughs> oh and one more little thing now sometimes some of these enemies you think you got them you about to knock them out and then they start glowing like goku they start glowing yellow with this little aura and then they just turn into monsters so it's uh they they harder than the boss sometimes but hey anyway now on to the news samsung unpacked that's an event that happened today. This is February 9th. And they pretty much introduced the Galaxy Note is now the Galaxy S22. I believe I just read a few things that Samsung realized that the them big old phones really wasn't popping like that. So instead of, you know, doing that extra big thing with the Note, they folded that into the the S line of phones that they have. I think the last Galaxy phone I had was the S, S6. 
That was years ago. Lord have mercy. But, yeah, so now the Note is now the Galaxy S22. All y'all phone people, y'all go check that out. I might have a link in, in the YouTube. Next, Google is adding Stadia pretty much into the graveyard, like things such as Google+, Plus, Google Play Music, Inbox by Gmail, so on and so forth. Uh, their, their actual phrasing is they're deprioritizing Stadia. And Stadia is their gaming platform uh, to stream big-name games. But it really did not take off at all. But I think other companies are going to end up trying to buy it to leverage that technology and make it their own. But another one bites the dust for Google. Pour out a shot of liquor for them. Last little bit, I saw something. This is really neat. Uh, Fingerbot Plus. Take that how you want to take it. <laughs> Ooh, this little thing. <laughs> uh, it's a little, little thingamabob, little doohickey. Uh, you can stick it on a device or onto a switch and connect it by, uh, you can either have it to where it pulls like a, like a drawstring or it can just actually press at a specific pressure that you set it to. So where you can be in another room and press this button and turn and have it flip a mechanical switch without it being, you know, a smart switch or something like that. Or you can set it on a printer and have it press a button to print whatever even though you can print with wi-fi i don't i don't know why someone really want this but i'm gonna have a link so you can see what it does but yeah the the finger bot plus <laughs> oh so yeah this um i'm trying to get back to making sure i incorporate some tech news instead of just gaming but these last couple of weeks has been pretty pretty uh jam-packed with some big big gaming news but my, my homie jay well said hey man i thought you was doing tech too and she uh she had to tighten me up so thank you cuz anywho <laughs> memory of the week i was struggling with a memory of the week to tie into uh sifu and kung fu and gaming i i just couldn't think of nothing but looking at my news bullets and especially this uh, finger bot. <laughs> I keep laughing. Um, my memory that I want to share and ask ask of everyone is, uh, when did y'all or have y'all embraced uh, smart home technology? And for me, this is absolutely brand spanking new. I just, for the first time, Yesterday, February 8th, uh, started using a Alexa, uh, what do you call it, the, the Echo Dot. My wife been had the thing in the house for the longest, but, you know, she mainly just got it. Uh, she would wake up and say, play the news, or she would play her, uh, play her music. And that's pretty much the extent of it. But then one of my homies was telling me about, hey, man, you need to you know stepping stepping to the to, to the new age man you 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 missing out 
you get these lights and you can just be chilling and tell a, a, whatever Alexa or Google whoever to change your lights to a different color or turn them off, turn them on and all kind of stuff. And me, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of a country bumpkin. <laughs> and uh, I, that, that stuff, for some reason, as much as I love, you know, you know computers and I, I build a computer from scratch and being somewhat tech savvy just being able to understand what's going on just all that that home stuff and speaking to the device and know it's listening and having to hook this up through this interface through this hub i'm like man that's just too much when i could just flip the light on and off i've been doing that for 33 years now i i, I think i'd be all right but um i still don't got a light but i'm getting one soon but um, I just actually just started using it to listen to my music when I get home. And uh, I've been able to link the two echoes so I can walk in one room and still hear the music that was playing in the next room. And that's, that's pretty cool. And um, I guess I'm going to keep messing with it, especially when we get the light. I think I'm starting to adopt this, uh, this new, quote-unquote, new technology and we're gonna have a smart house before long <laughs> we might get some finger bots <laughs> oh lord i cracked myself up anywho tell me in the comments or hit me up when did you start embracing the smart home technology or if you haven't what's holding you back yeah What's holding you back from embracing the smart home? I'd like, I'd like to have that discussion. That's all the time we got for this week, folks. Get seafood. Step out of your comfort zone. It's worth it, I promise you. Old Swish give you his word, his seal of, uh, seal of approval. Lord, I, I swear I cannot talk. <laughs> uh, but, hey, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend and tell a friend. Frames and flops. We going hard in the paint. 2022. This our year, baby. Y'all holding down. Have a good one. Happy Valentine's Day. Love y'all. We out. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye-bye. <laughs>